Welcome to the Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisley Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Well, we are here. It is this week that Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, hits the theaters. And the Wretched Hive is here to cover it for you on this special episode of the Wretched Hive podcast. My name is Steve Baldwin. We've got a few of the Hive with me. I'm going to introduce them to you right now. Sitting next to me on my left, lifelong Star Wars fan, Scott Ivansky. Oh, Steve Baldwin, thank you so much for having me here. We're always here, pretty much always here. But I'm excited because I watched the premiere uh, live broadcast last night, and I am so pumped for this movie right now. I already was. But after watching it last night, the excitement was there. The fans were crazy, and I'm I'm ready to talk about it. Oh, how could you not be pumped after watching that? That was fantastic. It was. It really good, was. Good stuff. It is here. I cannot believe it. Also on the mini show today, we've got the captain of the Millennial Falcon, Nico Rodriguez. Millennial Falcon. Yep, I'm here. Made it today. I'm excited Sorry. to be here. Talk about some Star Wars. Here's the captain of the... Damn it. The... Millennial Falcon. <laughs> Oh, third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. Speaking of which, and finally, we have... We'll do an abbreviated version. Okay. <laughs> Dave! Under no circumstances should you ever, and I mean ever, ever... No, never. Call him... Harry. Anything. Frank. Potter. <laughs> we rehearse this for hours before we record. <laughs> Does it Dude, show? Our, our production meetings are the stuff of legend, mostly because they don't happen. Anyway. <laughs> well played. It's great to be back. It's so great true. to be back with the Hive. We are 4x4 four four tonight, not 5x5. Five five. Our Wookiee co-pilot is not here. And I find it interesting that the Wookiee co-pilot is in a different physical location from Steve, but the lifelong Star Wars fan is always sitting immediately at Steve's left, where you would figure the co-pilot would be sitting. Yeah, I, that just occurred to me. That's a great point. That's yeah, a little yeah, odd. I know. Yeah, yeah. He's back in the cargo hold. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where he's at. Yeah, we keep him back there. Yeah. Well, I was he's worried. He's frozen about, in carbonite. Yep. I was worried about Dave on the last show. Uh, we actually had a search party out there. We were gonna actually do some investigating on Christine to see if she had a shovel and maybe was burying <laughs> a body somewhere. We didn't know where you went, Dave, and now. It might be the situation with Greg. There could have been ether, blankets, a rope, and mm-hmm. a chainsaw in the back of Christine's car. Oh yeah. Well, Damn. there usually is. Well, now she, we have to now we yeah. have to check with Kara yeah. on the I, Greg what, situation. That's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Maybe she lent that stuff to Kara. Yeah, I think so. Are they talking a lot? What's going on? All right, guys, let's get into it. We are here to talk about where we're at with the Last Jedi. Uh, last night, the world premiere. Although, as we were discussing on the pre-show, was it the world premiere uh, of The Last Jedi here in Hollywood, California, just about 20 miles north of where we sit right now? Uh, It was at the Shrine Auditorium. All the stars were out. Uh, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson was there. Uh, He had a very long interview. Ryan Johnson did. Because it's the longest, whatever. Um, and the, the fans were out in droves. The place was packed. It was live-streamed on StarWars.com. You can go back and look at that. I actually watched it this morning. 
and uh, it looked like a great event. Scott, you watched it live. What were your first impressions? Well, I, I believe it was originally. Um, man, it sounded like I was clearing my throat there. <clears throat> Excuse me, frog, something in my out. throat, lightsaber in my throat. Uh, they they broadcast it. Was at the shrine? Is that right? Did you just say there was a lightsaber. <laughs> that sounds in your throat. <laughs> I need to add something that to the show. That is so dirty. Is that, that is a lightsaber so... in your throat, or you're hey, just glad to be here, guys? Greg's not here. I need to throw the dirty comments back into the show. My God. Um. Yeah. So it was at the shrine. Yeah. Uh, which holds about six thousand people, and um, which I believe makes this one of the biggest openings or premieres for Star Wars film. Um. But let's go back into that. The, the show, is, the premiere itself was great. The setup was great. They actually had the whole uh, intro, like or the entryway, set up to look like crate, mm-hmm. where everything was all the the white kind of salt, almost snow looking effect, but had red everywhere as well. They also had one of the new gorilla AT-AT walkers. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the thing. The, the ATM six or something. something like I can't that? remember. Yeah. It's just got a big ass gun and gorilla knuckles on the front of that thing. But Overall, the people were great. the The fans came out. They were dressed up. It was it was you know for the most part it was fantastic. There were a couple little moments where some of the interviewers got a little cheesy, but you know that's to be expected. Uh, you know, yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean, they're walking the red carpet. They're doing that whole interview a big star and spur of the moment thing, and I, right. I get it. That's tough. Sure, that's tough. But what I really wanted to talk about from last night, guys, was well, actually, um, let me let me let's let's hand it over to Nico and Dave. Nico, uh, did you get a chance to look at the uh, at the world premiere video from last night, and what did you think? Um, I did not get to watch it yet. I have it. It's on YouTube right now on the Star Wars channel. If nice. you uh, just go to Star Wars, the channel on YouTube, you can watch the entire thing, and it's 124 minutes entirety, uh, including the, like, six-minute lead-up to the live stream, so make sure you skip that. Um, so it's but shorter no. than the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is shorter than the movie, yeah. Uh, Dave, um, did, did, you have a good, uh, did you get a chance to look at it? I'm sorry, Nico, were you... Go ahead, no, that's finish it. your thought. I, I got a okay. chance to peruse some of the reactions on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, reviews are embargoed, which means that uh, there were a bunch of uh, film critics in the audience, and they are not allowed to release, post, or share their reviews until Tuesday, December 12th, right. which is when the thing will start screening for the general public. And I have to say, after reviewing the tweets of people that saw the movie, I am shocked to discover that a room full of Star Wars fans enjoyed a Star Wars movie. That is clearly, clearly big breaking news that we're here to talk about today. Although, I will say, and I've, I've got some of those tweets queued up here as well. Uh, these They didn't only enjoy the movie. Uh, the fans are absolutely raving about this film. And Star Wars... Hmm, there seems to be a, story troop, a stormtrooper on your end mocking me. Saying everything that... Sound like that? They had some crazy feedback. Um, so... Let's read a few of these tweets because uh, you know there's there's hyperbole is one thing, but I kind of feel like some of these, if not hyperbolous, they're just uh, well, I don't know. I'm going to let you guys decide. So we've talked about Anthony Bresnikan many times on this show. He's an uh, enter no, not Entertainment Tonight, um, Entertainment Weekly, Entertainment Weekly uh, senior writer. He covers Star Wars. He tweeted out. This is Anthony Bresnikan at Bresnikan on Twitter. Luke was right. This is not going to go the way you think. The Last Jedi will sh- will shatter you and then make you whole again. 
Um, let's see. Clayton Sandell at Clayton underscore Sandell on Twitter says, guys, at Ryan Johnson has made the most epic, emotionally powerful Star Wars film ever, hands down. My strong advice is to be very wary of spoilers. The less you know about The Last Jedi, the better. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Now, I, I should add that our goal with this little mini episode is no spoilers. We're just talking about fan reaction and our own feelings going into the movie. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, Eric Davis, this is at Eric Davis, tweets, uh, The Last Jedi is absolutely fantastic, gripping, touching, funny, and powerful with gorgeous shots and the most badass battles. When it gets going, holy crap does it get going. Hands down, the best Star Wars movie since Empire. Uh, and then the other so can one I... jump I... in real quick, Steve? Yeah, please do. That tweet, that line, and I'm just going to totally overanalyze and overthink it because that's one of the ones I saw. It says, when it gets going, boy, does it get going. Oh. That kind of suggests that maybe the first 20 minutes or so are going to be a little slow. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I suggests really... that the movie does not just start at 60 miles an hour, balls to the wall, nonstop, whatever. I, I can't talk about something that there, there is some possible spoiler stuff. So I'm I'm actually wary of that review based off of something I've heard before. Mm. So it's it might almost be a misdirect. So I'm curious to now I'm I'm trying to stay away from spoilers as much as possible. Yeah, it's tough. I I think also I think Laura Dern had a little mini spoiler on how the movie begins. Yes, if you watch the um, the the red carpet premiere from yesterday, her interview. It's just a little thing, but it's just enough. And this is my fear. If, if we keep going down this path, enough little things pretty soon you're, you know, you feel like, you know, a lot about the film. So I'm, I'm a little bit torn here as a, as a huge fan that I want to absorb as much star Wars as possible uh, and talk about it with you guys. But at the same time, I want to be surprised come Thursday. What? I like that uh, on a previous episode, it might have been last week's episode, uh, Steve, it might have been you and Greg talking about how we have, we actually have very little knowledge of what's going in, unless you've really sought out to look, like looking for spoilers, we don't know a lot about this film going into it, where we knew quite a bit about Force Awakens. Yeah. So I really like that feeling, and I'm almost wondering how much misdirect is happening on some of these early little Twitter reviews or even even just some of the trailer stuff. Yeah. I I did something. I put something up on the Wretched Hive uh, Facebook page, and for all the people that got a little bit upset about that, yeah, my apologies. I was excited that a new trailer, a new TV trailer was out there, and there is a moment in the trailer. Still, could be you know it's something new we haven't seen, but some people might take that as too much information, mm. and I think we had some feedback on the comment section about mm. that. Um, dealing with Ray in itself. But again, still not knowing how this basic story is going to go. I find that fascinating and I'm excited about that. That's what's really getting me pumped about this movie. I've got a couple of tweets here. Just, just two more fan tweets. Uh, one, this is from Tom Ames. And by the way, I'm pulling these not off Twitter, but I'm pulling these off of the force.net. They've got a nice little accumulation of these tweets and you can check them out for yourself. Tom Ames, that's at... Uh, at Rear Echelon on Twitter. He says, Just saw The Last Jedi. Ryan Johnson has created something no one else ever has in the Star Wars universe. I was floored. 
funny, engaging, wild, surprising, stay away from spoilers, 10 out of 10, better than Empire. Yeah, (laughs) I'll believe it when I see it. And the last one is actually from another podcast. So this is the Forcecast at ForcecastNet on Twitter. There has never been a movie in the saga like that. Holy wow. At Ryan Johnson went big. The Last Jedi. So, guys, I... So what you're trying to say from that last one is Ryan's Johnson went big? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Ryan's Johnson got big. and Somebody knows our... our... Yeah. Our thing, man. Somebody That's right. Knows, somebody knows what's up with that. That's right. Damn it. So I, you know, I, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, it's a good. <laughs> Star Wars fans are are reacting positively. Do we want to read the L.A. Times or the Orange County Register or Variety come Tuesday or Wednesday, or are you staying away from it? What what's D- Dave? What's your plan for for looking? I'm going to try to stay focused on. Reading news coverage about about the uh, Disney acquisition of 20th Century Fox assets. I'm going to yeah. try to stay focused on that. I want to I want to stay away from it. There's enough out there that I am yeah. I am convinced that knowing too much going into this movie is going to lessen the impact of it, and yeah. I want to I want to be able to be impacted by it. I agree. I I I got to say there's a great um, one minute one and a half minute interview. Um, uh, with Bob Iger on the on the red carpet, and the host is so excited to see him. I think it's David Collins actually, who's like, "Oh my gosh!" And I'm joined right now by Bob Iger, Mr. Iger. It's so great to see you. So glad that you're here. I, we're thrilled for this movie. Bob- <laughs> and Bob Iger's superpower to suck the energy out of everything has the reporter in a coma by the end of the answer. Well, we are so happy to be here no, tonight no. for the opening of this film. Let's get this quote correct, and, Steve. <laughs> what did he say? <clears throat> let me, <clears throat> let me oh, clear my throat. In his best, yeah. incredible voice, I am so excited to be here tonight with everyone. <laughs> I flipped. I thought it was the most energetic interview of all time from Bob <laughs> Iger. There was he said I was so excited or I am so excited yeah. three times in that interview and the excitement level was at almost at one and a half for Bob Iger. I was pumped. <laughs> the chairman Man. and chief executive officer of the Walt Disney <laughs> Company, Bob Iger. And he the the best part to me was he Iger tells a story about <laughs> being on the way to London. On the way home from London, they had just watched The Force Awakens and he and his crew on this airplane got the last jedi script and he's talking about reading a star wars script for the first time having just seen the, <laughs> the force awakens and it's just the most monotone I... it, it, it's just you you have to listen to it for yourself i'll i'll pull the audio for a future show and we will for sure use it because it is classic bob i was watching I, that clip live and i swear to god i was a morning talk show radio host playing laugh clips playing snoring clips i was sitting there listening to him just having the oh going at the same time it was horribly boring <laughs> i felt you know, so if bad bob Iker yeah. just started riding with it and started dropping in things like anyone Anyone in the little speeches? <laughs> that would be epic. Uh, drool coming out of the corner of the uh, 
something <laughs> the economics no. anyone anyone <laughs> so nico i'm curious Ooh. to know what your strategy is moving forward this week because i you know i i can stay off of social media fairly well uh if i need to i can just turn it off for a couple of days the millennial generation is sort of known to not be able to do that very well what's what's your strategy for 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 this week taking a look at the star wars media are you going to pay attention or are you going to avoid it uh i am going to focus all of my energies onto the current situation in the north county san diego san diego lilac fires as they are very close to home so oh i'm paying God. more attention to the news about my hometown burning and less about Star Wars, which well, I think is pretty pretty easy for me to do at this point. There, there goes my awesome millennial selfie joke. So thanks a lot, Nico, for ruining that for me. <laughs> sorry, brother. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not sorry hey, that you're yeah, no. worried about my house burning. Yeah, yeah I was actually going to ask, man, how is that going? Are you doing okay down um, there? Last I checked yesterday, we were at around 40% containment of 4,500 acres. Um, but we had a really, really windy weekend, um, which was making it really tough for the firefighters out here. Uh, at one point, the fire was about 10 miles away from me, if nice. that, and the winds were changing and shifting, so um, that can be I, was, I was less than a block away from the man mandatory evacuations. Um, so my fiance, um, whose apartment is inside of one of the mandatory evacuation places, we actually packed up a couple of backpacks and got out of town for the night just to be safe. Yeah, good. Well, good. we wish you all the best, and obviously any one of our houses is open to you guys, so please just holler if it's it's getting bad down there. Appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. But hey, before Much we love. And, and Godspeed to, to all those affected and to the, the brave firemen and women that are that are battling those flames, man. Absolutely. Man, that yeah. is a an amazing job that they've they've done in L.A. County and certainly down in, in south uh, down south where you are, Nico. Hey, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, but back on topic, I want to just say real quick, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to I don't I'm not going dark on social media, but I am going to stay away from all reviews, spoilers, and whatnot. I'll try and leave that off of our page as well. But I'm going to um, jump on something that Dave mentioned earlier. I am going to try and keep up with the whole 20th century or 21st century Fox, whatever they're calling themselves. <laughs> Is that what they're calling themselves? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Uh, and But Dave, please tell me you saw the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool tweet about that. I haven't, but I saw the Chris Evans tweet where he suggested doing a uh, a buddy cop comedy team up of Captain America and the Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool takes it to a new level. I'm just... That's Ryan Reynolds... I'm going to have to say this out loud is pure fucking genius. Um, I can't wait for it to actually happen just to see Deadpool with the Disney logo. And what Deadpool is going to do to Mickey Mouse is one of the most dirtiest, nastiest things I've ever seen on Twitter. Oh. And just just one, one thought. Anal rapage with a sword. That's all I'm going to that's all I'm going to throw out. You know, one of the. One of the comic book guys that I uh, that I follow on social media, and he does some comic reviews on YouTube, um, referred to Deadpool as, he said, the character Deadpool, and whenever he's not making movies and he's running around town in the facade of Ryan Reynolds, and he quoted Ryan Reynolds on something, saying that Ryan Reynolds has totally embodied 
this character and has become Deadpool to the point where when he's not making Deadpool movies, he's pretending to be Ryan Reynolds. And I thought it was perfect. <laughs> it's true. Awesome. I really feel Deadpool has taken over Ryan Reynolds' like life and his tweets and everything he does socially is Deadpool now because it's amazing. So does he tweet out as Deadpool? Yes. Or as Ryan Reynolds saying Deadpool things? It, is there a it, difference? There's a uh, I don't know. There's a line that's been blurred <laughs> there, especially with this merger that might be happening, and it's brilliant, and I can't wait for him to continue on that path because, really, if you see or read what he's going to do to Mickey Mouse, <laughs> so oh, man. it's twisted. Um, so but, I'm just going to throw it out. If this actually does come to fruition, either this week or next week, the Marvel movies, Thanos has been the big bad for this phase one, two, and three of the films. Four, five, and six are, are what is yet to come. If yeah. this happens, the big bad could be the big bad himself, Galactus. Just ah. going to throw it out there. Hopefully not the smoke monster. From... No, Gal- no, Galactus, man, from the Fantastic Four. Right, right. But wow. then they, they didn't actually have him in it. It was the smoke monster, Galactus, or something like that, wasn't yeah, it? The ul- yeah, it was the ultimate version of Galactus, the ultimate universe version. Yeah. Blame. <laughs> no, I want the I want the giant sixty foot dude in the purple Kirby esque helmet. Yes, announcing he's going to devour the planet like <laughs> it's a freaking Big Mac or something. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Nice. Well, it's a big week. We got lots of stuff going on. We may be back for another mini show between now and and Thursday. So much news happening, and we got to get our feelings out. I I still feel like I have to uh, lay out my argument for. Why I feel that Ray is a Kenobi, which I still feel in my heart she is, and I cannot wait to find out next weekend, once and for all. Hopefully, we will yeah. find out. And Dave, um, well, uh, just so you know, one Steve, thing. Uh, so, sorry, go ahead. Steve's got his ego boosted, man. After the trivia night, there were a lot of people back in his theory, so we need to rail on him a little bit for this. Bring it on. But it's only because yeah, we it, care. We love you, man. See, uh, a lot of those people were drinking very heavily, so I'm not sure you should you should like take a lot of a lot of solace in that. Well, I also was I, for the to theorists be that are out there. Da- I saw an interview with Daisy Ridley. Yeah. She has definitively said uh, Ray has parents. Oh. oh, so she's not a child of the Force like Anakin or uh, yeah, like yeah. Anakin was. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, and that, that's as far as she's going on on commenting on things. Now, does that um, does that blow up Nico's theory of the, the, clo- the that she's clone? a clone? Yeah. No, she was a Luke clone from his hand. Yeah. That was that was my theory. If she's got parents, hey, I call Greg Papa. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So hey. do I sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Boba Fett. Hey. If he pays me, I do. You and Greg and the Porg, man. What That's the hell is weird going on over fuck. There? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that brings us to a close. Let's get out of here. We just can't help get going there. No. You know, just no. can't help ourselves. No. It's weird. It's weird. God. I, episode 8, uh... It's are we at the seventy-two hour mark? No, not ninety-six. Ninety-six hours away from uh, episode eight, the Last Jedi in theaters. Yeah, man, and only too many days away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that trailer, though, the one that I posted, that got some people riled up on. Oh yeah, that end moment, which I won't mention. Yeah. Really, if you are the one to watch trailers, go see this trailer because there is a moment's like, holy 
shit. Yeah. And I and be careful with spoilers, guys. I yes. was reading like a newspaper article from some uh, publication in the middle of the country that just grabbed my attention. Read it, and the very last line of this, almost like a throwaway line in this article, was a little mini spoiler for something I'm going to see Thursday. Not story or plot or character related, but it was something uh, movie related that I wouldn't have known about had I not read this, and I'm a little bummed about it. So I am, I'm calling it quits in terms of uh, research. I'm just going to go on feelings from here on out. I think. Yeah. Trust if, your feelings, Luke. Yes. If I put anything up on the Facebook page, I will try and keep it as spoiler-free as humanly possible. But please, if I ask any of you to do something, just <laughs> jump in there. Greg, that's for you. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Greg? Sorry he couldn't make it. I know he has opinions about this stuff, darn it. Hopefully he'll make it between now and Thursday if we're on again. I asked him if he was dead. He said, <laughs> no, I'm in the middle of building a vinyl cabinet. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. At least he's got his priorities straightened out. Damn right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, um, mini episode here in the books. Uh, Thanks for joining in. Um, Guys, we'll try another one sometime between now and Thursday. If you have any thoughts and you want to reach out to us, give us a call on the Wretched Hive hotline, 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE, in case you can't spell hive. Um... What else? Find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast. Guys, any final thoughts? Let the Wookiee win. I'm ready. Oh, did you, did you see Anthony Daniels on the on the catwalk? I thought it What a prissy look. <laughs> all right, guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. May the force be with us all. Always.